Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you can always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, Say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to Go Ask Alley, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Don't think that there's some one soulmate. It's not like there's one. Although Bon Jovi is my soulmate. <laughs> there's always exceptions. Are you saying that gossiping is the same as if I'm picking lice out of your scalp and eating it? Well, you've done both. So what do you think? I don't want to give her too much. I don't like her to come in with an inflated head. So we won't mention the Golden Globe. After all we've been through, we deserve an orgasm, sis. Honey? We deserve. <laughs> I know. Welcome back to Go Ask Allie. I'm Allie Wentworth. It's season two, and this time I'm digging into everything I can get my hands on, peeling back the layers and getting dirty. You know, I'm a big clammer. I love to go out in the bay with my clamming fork and my net, and I love it because I go deeper and deeper into the sand and always pull up these little nuggets. And I've decided to use that in my life in general. So that's what we're doing this season. We're digging into topics, topics that I find interesting, that you find interesting, and find different angles and ways to talk about them. What is also new for season two is you. Throughout the season, we'll be sprinkling in questions from you, my listeners, and I'll be answering them right here. Here's Ruth. Hi, Allie. I'd love to get some expert advice about how families can best balance aging parents while working to raise and care for their own immediate families. My parents live in their happy place near a lake in South Carolina. My sister and I are invested with our lives here in the Midwest, which, by the way, is where they raised us. A move for them is out of the question, but health issues are becoming continual. 
I hate to ask this, Allie, but who trumps who? Both our families and our four kids need us. Thank you, Ruth. First of all, I am going through this right now. I don't think anybody wins. I think it's about balance, like anything else in life, like careers and families and kids and aging parents. I mean, it's a tough position because you're kind of sandwiched in between being a parent to your kids and being a parent to your parents. Both my parents live far away from me. And what I have found the best thing to do is check in with them a lot, make sure their needs are being met. You'll find that you're going to have to be in control of if they need any care, if they need to be in assisted living, or if they need somebody, if they're aging at home to help care for them, you have to make sure their medical needs are met. Sometimes I've had to travel to my parents to make sure they go to the right doctors or just to be with them for emotional support. But the most important thing is I think you teach your children how it is to care for aging parents. My daughters are certainly watching me go through it. So hopefully they'll know how to handle it when I'm aging. Thank you, Ruth. I hope that helps. I could really do a whole podcast on the subject. Anyway, to all the listeners out there, keep your questions coming. The phone number and email will be at the end of every episode and in all of the show notes. So to kick off this fabulous season, I want to talk about something I think about all the time, aging. Aging in this country, which is not easy. Last season, I spoke with Dr. Frank Lippman about how to take care of our bodies as we age. And today, it's about aging gracefully on the inside. And luckily, I got the best guest on this topic, Martha Beck. Dr. Martha Beck is a best-selling author, life coach, and speaker known for her unique combination of science, humor, which I, of course, love, and spirituality, which, of course, I need more of. Her written work includes several New York Times and international bestsellers, as well as over 150 magazine articles. She holds three Harvard degrees in social science, and Oprah Winfrey has called her one of the smartest women I know. Well, that is high praise. NPR and USA Today have proclaimed her as the best-known life coach in America. Martha's newest book, The Way of Integrity, Finding the Path to Your True Self, was an instant New York Times bestseller. Jesus, how do you follow that? <laughs> All right. So Martha Beck, again, I, I told you before we started recording, I could really talk to you about a million things. And I'm going to send you a huge case of ice cream when we're done in the hopes you'll come back and talk about other things. Anytime. But Martha Beck, I am fascinated by aging in America. I think we are not kind to people uh, over a certain age in our country as opposed to other countries in the world. And also, I want to talk about how what aging is to us personally. I think we get fascinated, particularly as women, on the exterior of ourselves when it comes to the aging process. I know everybody's nip and tucking and poking and syringing and going on fad diets. And if you eat this you know, mushroom and, and all that kind of stuff. Nothing makes me more exciting than reading a new potion that's going to help me stay young. But I think a lot of it is internal and I think you do too. So let's dive in with your kind of big brushstroke about what you think about aging and then we're going to sort of dig into the minutia of all that. Well, I was reading a memoir by a Tibetan monk, and he was one of these guys that is reincarnated. So they like recognize him as a Lama when he's two and take him off to be trained. So by the time he was like 13, he was already giving wise counsel to American middle-aged women. And this middle-aged American women came and started going on about how tragic aging was and how she was getting wrinkled and everything. And he said he could not understand it. 
It was like, in my culture, the wisdom of age is so coveted and every wrinkle is like a sign that makes people bow to you more deeply and people rejoice in their maturation of the soul in an individual body. And then they think they just go on to a new one. So it's no big deal that the old one wore out. And it was really interesting to see the complete cultural bafflement that he was in. Like, it really isn't just that other cultures pretend to feel differently about aging. We feel worse about aging than almost any other culture that's ever been in the world. Therefore, completely miss the benefits of aging because you can't access the benefits of aging if you're resisting the aging process itself. So what it is for me is I like look at the the new me every morning. It's like, what fresh hell is this? (laughs) And then I go, all right, well, all all right, go deeper. What's happening? What have I got to show with this new bag and wrinkle? And yeah, without exception, I can sit down and think of something that I'm slightly wiser about today than I was yesterday. And what I've lost in youth and vigor, I've gained in wisdom and experience. And here's the biggest thing. I'm really not afraid of dying. Well, that I think is key. I think a big piece of this is our relationship with mortality because, you know, the fact that the monks and so many other religions believe in reincarnation and so that, you know, for somebody who maybe doesn't think that we're reincarnated or someone has gone to an oppressive Christian all-girls boarding school... (laughs) (laughs) You start to go, oh, well, this is it. I'm going to die and worms are going to eat me. So how do I make this last as long as I can? Yeah. And I was obsessed with that from the moment I was about five when I saw a cat get hit by a car and die. And it was my like introduction to death. And I didn't sleep for like another 10 years. I mean, no one's ever been more horrified by death than I was. And then I got to the place where it's like, I can't stand the anticipation of death. Why don't I just get off the bus right now? So there was the whole suicidal era. That was an era? Oh, Lord, yes. It was like age maybe six to about 32. Wow. Not that I actively was suicidal after the age of 29, but something happened to me in a surgery when I was 29. I've written about it in this last book, and it's not, I wasn't dead. It wasn't a near-death experience, but it's similar to what people talk about in near-death experiences where they're unconscious, but then they can sit up and look around and they see their body. That's what happened to me. I saw my body lying down and I was sitting up and then I was really confused and I sort of lay back down and this light appeared between the surgical lights that was so much brighter than the surgical lights and it grew and it touched me and it seemed to sort of fill me up and It was the most exquisite thing I had ever imagined. And I just kept thinking home, home, home. And basically all it was there to do is to say, your goal is not to get to some death realm and then maybe get to heaven and feel like this. The meaning of your life is to feel the way you feel right now, but while you're in this body. And that was the time I started my policy of never lying because lying didn't feel the way I had felt in that surgery. Anything that didn't feel that way had to go. My family of origin, my marriage, my job, everything sort of went in the bonfire. But as a result, I lost all my fear of death. So now aging to me is kind of exciting. It's like, not only am I better at what I'm doing here, aside from the fact that I'm decrepit, but oh my goodness, mate, like there are so many ways to experience joy that I haven't gotten to yet. And I believe that they're here there and everywhere. And it puts me at such ease. It's so interesting you're saying that because I knew a woman, her name was Mona, and I actually wrote about her in one of my books. And this is a woman in her early 60s. And when I met her, I thought she was the most fabulous woman I had ever met. She 
had such zest for life. She loved talking to people. She was fascinated by everything. She enjoyed life, food, friendship. And I remember thinking, I want to be just like Mona. I mean, Mona is life to me, full vitality. (laughs) Mona got cancer and died sort of mid-60s. And I remember when she was dying, I would bring things to her and she used to say, oh God, I can't eat sugar because of this fucking cancer, but I I sure love desserts. And so my family, we would bring her cupcakes with flowers and she loved to have it all around her. My point is, this is a woman that I can't even describe her body or her wrinkles because that they were so beyond and above the point of my story. But she was such a beautiful person on the inside that she was literally radiant, even when she was going in chemo. And it just, she was age defying. And that had a huge impact on me. Yeah. And when I think about aging, particularly for women, our age, I think about how, like I said at the beginning, so there's so much focus on the exterior, but I am a different person than I was in my 20s. Yes, I wish I had my ass and my skin from my 20s, but <laughs> I wouldn't give up everything I know now. You know, I wouldn't give up the things that make me aspire to be Mona. Yeah. So I wish that everybody had a Mona in their life. And I think you're a Mona. And I think that you're helping a lot of people with that. Um, because when you see it, when it's personified, you know, that light in a person, you go, Oh, I get it. I get it. Which is not to take away from anything you need to do on the exterior to make yourself feel good. But I do think that our own inner life is a huge part of it. Absolutely. Let's go through some of the, the mental habits, influences, attitudes that we can take because just you telling the story about how you blew up, it sounds like your marriage, you reevaluated your life. Everything. I want to hear about that. Tell me about that because I actually have a couple people in my life that I think are really toxic that make me feel bad. I think we could probably do a little spring cleaning in terms of that. <laughs> so tell me your experience with all this. Okay, so I had this transcendent experience, and it was what you say. It was um, this radiance, and I knew that it was also part of me. Mm-hmm. There's a, like, I have many Scottish ancestors, and there's the word glamour comes from a Scottish word that did not mean beauty. It meant the ability to project beauty, whether you're beautiful or not. It's spelled G-L-A-M-M-E-R. This light was full of glamour, and I came out, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to feel the way that made me feel. And what I learned really quickly was I couldn't lie with my words or my behavior without that glamour going down. And I wasn't doing it to try to project radiance. I was doing it to feel happy, which I'd never done before. And so it was very, very motivating. So I would talk to my parents and I would start to feel really dreadful. And I would have to say, okay, I'm going to talk to them less and finally stop talking to them at all, uh, which was convenient because I started remembering being sexually abused as a child. And my no lie policy meant that I went to a therapist, which I was not supposed to do in my family. So I lost my whole family of origin, which was this monstrous Mormon family. I mean, big. (laughs) I was going to say, if you're from a Mormon family, that sounds like a lot of people. One of eight children, baby. Um, Yeah, so it was a lot of people to be angry at me at the same time. And also at the time I was living in Utah. So that was like, okay, now I'm leaving home. Then I realized I was gay. Oops. So there went my marriage, but I couldn't lie about it. And so a lot of relationships went away. Some came back later. 
lots and lots of, I mean, it was just layers of the onion to get through my own falsehoods. But I did notice that as I got to a more raw place, a more tender, honest place, people started telling me that I came across as more shiny, which was bewildering to me. But I've seen it now in so many women and men, and it's real. Mm -hmm. I just read a book on near-death experiences, but not from the perspective of the dead person, from the others. And one of the things that happens is people see the dying person start to physically shine. And this is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases of people who are in their right minds. If you can shine as you go into death, you can shine as you go into middle age, right? Yeah. Like, why not start now? That's interesting. My uh, stepfather died during COVID and he was 99, but he loved life. I mean, he loved life and he was shining at the last few days of his death. I mean, he held my mother in his arms and was incredibly sweet and, and loved a good joke and, you know, told my mom she still had a great rack. I mean, all the things, you know. <laughs> And that's something, again, that I look at and went, wow, that is, that's a life there that he was able to have joy to the very end. And I think, and I think you've written about this, that our culture teaches us to age miserably. Aging is a horrible thing in our culture. It's something to be embarrassed about. It's something to be shunned about. It's a certain point you had written about the difference between elders and olders. Can you talk about that? Elders are the people who are socialized in those cultures that love the elderly. They're the ones that, for example, non-written languages depended completely on the older people to remember everything about everything from plant medicine to how to heal a broken heart. So the older you were, the more people came to you, the more people respected you. And we've lost that completely in our culture. And instead, everything has become about material wealth, material substance, and the material beauty of the body. And it's a cultural lie that feels like a lie. When you start to tell your own truth, you can start to bump into aspects of the culture around aging. Like, I should be ashamed of this. I should feel bad. And you can start to feel that it has the texture of a lie. If you start telling the absolute truth, it becomes really apparent. And then the whole culture turns out to be wrong about it. And you can be the only one in step. And when you get that internally, then the glamour starts. And then people start telling you, you look good. Even, I don't know why, they just do it. <laughs> There's a lot more to come after this short break. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. 
treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and leg room that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. It's interesting when you think of everything that's in books and film and operas, you know, the idea has always been that you would go to the wise man or the wise woman, you know, who came in many forms, a monk, a priest, a guru. Yeah. You went to them to have life affirmation and wisdom. You didn't go to a, you know, a 21-year-old influencer on Instagram to get your advice. Now it's Google. Yeah, now it's Google. It used to be in almost all cultures that those were the people that would share this incredible wisdom with you, but not anymore. When you ask about older and elder, so you can actually feel the difference between being older and being elder in any given moment. And the way you can do it, I, I just had foot surgery and I couldn't walk for two months and I was an absolute drain on everyone's resources. And I was really like in a lot of pain. 
And the thing that interested me was I watched my body get more decrepit and weak and like the leg atrophying and I would feel so old. And then I would listen to the stories that were going in my head. Okay, my leg will never recover. Oh my God, it's an old lady leg, all these things. And then I would say, no, that's old energy. It's old in that it's defunct and it's old in that it's related to aging. And I would say, oh my God, I get to do absolutely nothing. And this bolt of joy would run through me and I would command someone to bring me something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would go from being older and decrepit to being like in absolute joy and delight. You can go back and forth by shifting. It's actually, you're shifting between the left and right hemispheres of your brain. If you want to know technically what's happening, it's an electrical phenomenon. It's not like spooky. Right. But once you learn the feeling of it, you can shift from older which lives in the left hemisphere of the brain, to elder, which is in the right hemisphere, which actually doesn't even track time. And you can physically see it in yourself or in someone else when you make that shift. All right. I'm going to give you an example right now. I have a 86-year-old mother who, as I said, my stepfather died and she's alone. And I've noticed that when she sort of falls victim to that aging, oh my gosh, you know, she takes to her bed She's feels all kinds of pain and ailments. But if you can distract her, you know, if you can give her a placebo or you can say like, oh, my gosh, the blueberries are out. Let's go picking. And you get her out of that mindset. You know, she's up and getting dressed and picking blueberries. I mean, if I use my mother as a science experiment, I can see how the mental state changes her her physical well-being. In some ways, it's if you fall prey to the old decrepit scenario, it is easy to take to your bed and, you know, have warm milk and, you know, watch MSNBC for the rest of your days. Absolutely. I'm putting you uh, that quote online. I use my mother as a science experiment. Dash Allie Wentworth. (laughs) Why not? I mean, there's look, I and I adore my mother and I've learned from her at every step of my life, marriage, whatever it is that she went through. I mean, she did it a lot before I did. And now I'm watching her as a woman in her 80s and I'm thinking, what do I want to keep and what do I not want to keep as I watch her go through this process? And some of the things are incredibly painful. She's lost all her best girlfriends, which, you know, is a who she says, who do I call? And I say, call me or or my sisters. But there's other things that I find sort of reinvigorate my idea about aging when she lives up to her potential, meaning where she puts that aging, you know, we have to be miserable, decrepit, can't do anything out to pasture idea away. She is the most intelligent, impressive woman in the world. I mean, and she was in in her earlier life and she still is. And so when she gets up and starts, you know, writing her next book or she can do a vegetable garden like nobody else in the world, I go, yes, that is my takeaway from my mother. Wow. You're, you're bringing up in my mind an archetype that is really useful to me. And that is the archetype of the crazy old bat. Okay. Yes. So Fortunately for me, I never had looks to lose. That's a really hard one for people who are glamorous and beautiful like you. Oh, you're very sweet. I haven't worn makeup in two years. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But um, as you get older, I don't know if you've heard this, maybe a cliche, the 20-40-60 rule. I've heard it from you, but please say it because it does make me feel good. (laughs) 
When you're 20, you're obsessed with what everyone else is thinking about you. When you're 40, you stop caring so much what everyone else is thinking about you. And when you're 60, you realize no one was ever thinking about you. So then you can act like a crazy old bat and you can get a lot of mileage and joy out of just not caring what people think once you realize they're not looking at you. And I remember when I was writing one day, I was writing a memoir and I wrote something about my son who has Down syndrome. And in the book, I I wrote, my reality is that I live with a Zen master. And then I went back to fix it so people wouldn't be offended. And I wrote, if you disagree with me, and I was going to say, you know, I, I, I totally take your point. And instead, I found myself typing, I respectfully do not care. And that was such a landing place for me. And people come to me now and they will say negative things. And I think I respectfully do not give a crap what you think, because I'm a crazy old bat now and you can't stop me. That's great. And do you really believe that you don't get hurt if you're a crazy old bat? Not if you take the attitude of a crazy old bat. It's not that you have the costume of a crazy old bat. It's that you are genuinely a crazy old bat. Crazy old bats do not give a flying whatever. I don't know what. Fuck. Say it. Fuck. (laughs) Do not give a flying fuck what anybody thinks. And it's the genuineness. It's like method acting. You can't just pretend to be a crazy old bat. You have to buy it. Right. You have to be like. I will wear purple and spend all my money on hats and say we have none for butter and like really go there. And people cannot resist the energy of the old bat. You see them from time to time. They all come in all different shapes. You know, some of them are dressed like Stevie Nicks, but they do have power to them. That is for sure. You may have seen multiple movie or TV things. And this is true that when a crazy old bat shows up, even young men who are, you know, infamously the rough and tumble group will calm down. I remember reading a story in the news like 20 years ago. This man broke into an older woman's um, window into her bedroom and tried to rape her. And she was like 75. And she grabbed him by the scrotum and she twisted it as hard as she could. And she dragged him outside, lecturing him all the way and pushed him through the door and said, do not come back. And of course, he ran screaming. Now, that is something only a crazy old bat could do. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Nobody at 20 could do that. It's funny because I have a a very close friend and she said to me once, I said, you know what? I can't even look at Zoom anymore. I'm just looking at my neck. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that. She goes, Allie, sexy, sexy's over, honey. We're big straw hats and we're growing tomatoes now. (laughs) And I go, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I'm going to wear a big straw hat and grow tomatoes. And I'm okay with that, actually. It takes the pressure off. And here's the thing. When you're really into the crazy old bat mentality, you're really into the straw hat and the tomatoes, the glamour begins. I know this woman who's very, uh, she's like a spiritual teacher. Her name is Byron Katie, and she's in her mid-70s now. And I was visiting her and her husband, and she went in the other room, and I said to, to him, I said, Stephen, it's so weird. As she gets through her 70s, Katie is becoming more and more physically beautiful. And I don't mean compensating for aging. I mean, she's physically getting more beautiful. And from the other room, Katie says, I know, isn't it weird? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy old bad energy. It's actually divine. It's actually, it's countercultural for sure. Yeah. Because all crazy is countercultural, but everything comes from the gods through a countercultural conduit. So why not be that? I 100% agree with that. And I also thought about a few years ago, I had a cyst, an ovarian cyst. Mm. 
And they had to take out my ovaries. And I remember being really upset about that because I thought it's truly hit me that, you know, I can't now have more babies and, you know, something's being taken away from me and maybe I won't be as sexy. And, you know, because again, I think that there's a label that happens to us when we're no longer allowed to procreate that we're useless. Right. And so um, I had to, that was like a big hurdle to get over because I thought I'm not useless because I, I had some kids. Like I'm done anyway. It's not like at whatever late 40s going, oh, I can't wait to have another baby. I mean, you know, George was like, don't get near me. It's an onion skin of cultural attitudes toward everything from our ovaries to our, you know, our hair color, like every little thing we experience, culture goes in and goes after it. And it is not kind to middle-aged to older women in the modern world. There's nothing there that is kind. So you have to burst through culture. And that becomes a gift because the culture will keep you hogtied and miserable with all its various lies. And it's when you burst through that into the glamour, into the radiance, whatever that happens to be. It's real. All over the world, people have talked about light and radiance emitting from people as beautiful or emitting from nature itself. And that lies beyond culture. And every single thing you you do from dental work or getting a, a surgery, everything can take you down the death road of culture. And when it makes you suffer, you just say, that is a lie. It's like the Buddha looking at every demon and saying, you are illusion. You are a lie. And then you burst through to the truth of that. And it feels like light and it looks like light. I also think there needs to be a shift in our sort of culture and film and everything, because this is an age old argument. But you can have Michael Douglas as as the husband and Gwyneth Paltrow as the wife. But if it's the other way around, it's gross. But in Europe, I've known many men that had affairs with women 25 years older than them. And it was, it was sexy and it was, you know, they learned about women and it was kind of this romantic thing, which we don't have. Mm, yeah. And I think there should be a shift a little bit. Sometimes the crazy old, you know, hat lady could also be kind of a sexy older woman that can actually teach you a thing or two. Absolutely. Because it's, it's vitality we're talking about. Exactly. In our culture, we say that vitality has an inverse relationship with age. It goes down as we age. That is simply a lie. It can increase as we age. I knew an, a man who died of locked-in syndrome, where he went into Parkinson's and then froze, and it took him like two years to die. And you would think that that would be the ultimate destructive situation. And this man was very ebullient while he was younger. And he went into this gradual paralysis by increasing his joy. I don't know how he did it, but by the end, he was just absolutely luminous. And I remember going in and grabbing him and just kneeling down by his wheelchair and just hanging on to him and feeling his vitality just energize me. And it, I took a lot away from that experience. I'm like, that's the power of the human nervous system when it's really flipped on. Like a magnetometer can measure the electromagnetic energy coming from us 10 feet away, and then it's too weak, but it goes on forever. If we amp that up, it's a genuine physical force. And I felt it coming from him. And it was, I was like, that's what I want to do. That's amazing. And tell me about, you wrote about how we're all seven. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was lying there in Shavasana on my bathroom floor, probably just sleeping it off. But I was thinking, okay, it's really weird that this body had three children. I was like in my forties. And then I was like, is that true? Uh, is it true? No, because once every seven years, every atom in our body gets flipped out for another atom 
And it's a completely new thing. Like this body, none of the body that I have now was present when my children were born, not a single atom. And that led me to, well, then what am I? And what you come to is I am a wisp of consciousness around which matter seems to accrue for like a few years and then it stops. And so it shifted my identity again from the body into the the light, into the glamour. And if you live in the glamour, you don't fear death because the glamour doesn't die. Or if it does, it's just so happy about it. It doesn't even care. And you're kind of watching your body going, huh, well, that's what it did. But even the body is, is rejuvenated. It's electrical. It's joyful. It's uplifting. It's rejuvenating. And people feel it as younger, the older you get. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable, there's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and leg room that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident that you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including a standard digital key, an available panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. 
Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I dot com. And we're back. If I were speaking to somebody else about aging, they would say, well, here are my ideas or hits for how to help the aging process. You know, use a vitamin C serum and la-di-da-di-da-da. I do that. I do that. Yeah, no. I mean, look, there is there is the reality of, of physical health, of course. But tell me, Dr. Martha Beck, what are the things that you can help us all age joyfully in a way that only you could tell us. Mm. Meaning, is it yoga? Is it, what are the things that you have found with all your incredible experiences and your knowledge that help you envelop the glamour? Okay, so Ernest Hemingway said he was born with a built-in bullshit detector. We all are. And the problem is that we turn it off really early in our lives. So people tell us, you know, you need to go to school. And we're like, okay, when the truth is bullshit. And then they say, you know, you look better in blue or you should always wear heels or something. And we say, okay, when the truth is bullshit, recognize your bullshit detector. And then every time you have a negative thought about the aging process, feel with your bullshit detector, which part of that is bullshit. Because any part of it that says you're getting worse is a lie. That's my experience after 30 years of coaching people. So it's get your bullshit detector and get it honed and listen to it and then apply it to anything that tells you you should feel bad about aging. Okay, get rid of the bullshit. Now, you got rid of bullshit in a macro way because you left your origin family. You came out. You left your husband. Yeah. Give me a few other biggies that you've done that have helped you. So here's the thing. Every culture around the world says the truth will set you free. And that's what I mean by the bullshit detector. And I mean, when you get it really honed, I'll never forget the day I picked up a cup of coffee, which I had every day for since I left Mormonism. <laughs> and I took a sip of it and my body said, no, absolutely not. And I, tr I tried to keep drinking it. No, that is not for you. Bullshit. It's going to make me feel better. Bullshit. I can't drink coffee anymore. Okay. So then I go and I, I was vegan. And um, my doctor said, this is killing you. You need meat. And my body did not say bullshit. So I started eating high fat food. And my body said, yes, the low fat thing was bullshit for you. Like that feeling of this is right for me. It glows in the body. It feels like the light shining through the body. And it's delicious. It's a sense of, of vibrant deliciousness. And if you get really particular, like I started to go to bed early just because it felt like bullshit to stay up later. You know, I get so much sleep now. 
because the bullshit detector works on everything. And that's why I wrote the last book, because it's the most elegant solution to every single problem. And it's applied to behaviors as well. Take two medicines, see which one feels like bullshit, like ask your doctor and then trust your your insides. And it will take you to the healthiest route or at least to the right, most joyful route for you through life. And if you don't have the most joyful route through life, who cares how you look or what other people think, you know? So what's the difference between listening to your gut and tracking bullshit? To me, there's absolutely no difference because I've been doing my integrity cleanses for so long that I get really, really immaculate. And I'm constantly saying, is this right for me? Is this true for me? Is this right? It's every single part of my day. I can't tell you how intensely I focus on this. And the result has been what looks like good luck, what looks like good business, what looks like good health, what looks, it's just, I can't tell you enough how true your instincts are, but you have been socialized to ignore them. Yeah. Be a wild animal. Never do anything that a wild animal self wouldn't do. And you'll always choose the right way to go with your body. And you'll always feel the vitality of being that never ages ever. See, I think that women particularly have been told what to do and what to think their whole lives. So like you said, peeling the onion, it's very hard for us to even get to that core to understand what's bullshit or not. There have many times in my life where I go, I don't know what I think about the death penalty. I've never actually, I was told what to think about it, but I don't, what do I think about this? What do I think about that? I mean, even the idea of you coming out, it's like I've had so many female friends that were gay, but just were like, well, I better get married. Right. Well, I did that. I didn't know I was gay. And may I say that if you want to age joyfully and happily as a woman, I really would consider becoming a lesbian um, for all your listeners out there. Oh, that's that's going to piss my husband off, Martha. (laughs) (laughs) He can be a lesbian. He's awesome. No, it really the whole thing with with feminine inferiority um, starts in the cradle. And I mean, in my family, the way I always heard it when someone had a baby was they got a boy or it's a girl, but she's really cute. Oh my God, that breaks my heart. I put in my in my memoir about it. The only thing Mormons want from women is to, that they breed well in captivity. And so I really got the full treatment and it made me, the deeper the suffering, the harder the pushback. Elizabeth Cady Stanton said, women have been systematically disappointed in the law of polity and economy. And she said, my life's mission is to deepen this disappointment in the hearts of women until they will suffer it no longer. And that's what happened to me. I just was such an outlier culturally that culture nearly killed me and I had to push back. And in the process, I think, feel more free than most of the people I run into. So be a wild animal. I'm hearing. Be a wild animal. Be feral in your life. Be wild. Yeah, I actually moved to the woods for six years. On my 50th birthday, I moved to this little house on the edge of a huge national park. And all I did was just get up in my pajamas, put on galoshes and go walking through the woods every day because I was a crazy old bat, right? And it was amazing. And I would track the bears and I would track the mountain lions. And I didn't care if they killed me. And I started to feel like they do about their bodies, I think. Just rejoicing in the experience of being in this particular type of machine and seeing how much fun it can have, like sexually, with food, with light, with words, with everything. How much joy can this machine have now? And what I found is that as it loses its ability to have some joys, other joys expand exponentially. If what I'm hearing is correct, Martha, because I'm tapping into this big time, is I think for 
all women, we can say whether you live in a high-rise building or in an adobe hut, if you find those moments that you're talking about where you can do yoga, meditate, take a walk in the woods, if you could just sort of be alone in yourself, those are the ways you can start to discover what you believe is bullshit and is not. You need that quietness. That is going to help you listen to your gut. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you before we go, and I know that everyone's going to go out and buy integrity because this is just but a, a sampling, a taste of what you will learn from that book. <laughs> and I touched upon it before when I talked about my mother. You know, a lot of people are dealing with aging parents now and, and dealing with aging parents when they have children of their own. And so I'm sort of in this weird middle zone of being a kind of a mother to my parents and a mother to my kids. And I look at my both my mother and my father who are divorced, but aging in place. And I'm thinking, how do I learn from what I'm seeing? How do I be a good child for my aging parents? And also, how do I send those messages to my kids about aging parents? What, what are your thoughts on that? I love what you said about quiet. And what I learned in the quiet for the six years I lived in the woods was to keep my attention and my energy focused on my inside because I have what my family jokingly calls God tentacles. If anybody or anything is suffering, it is up to me to fix. So I had to pull those tentacles back in. I was getting exhausted. And what I found is that the moment my attention turned to someone else to help them, my own vitality diminished significantly and it was bullshit. So I started to realize that even in the room with someone who is suffering, 90% of my attention is on saying, what am I feeling? How is this? Okay? You know, if I'm panicking that they're not okay, is that true? No, get back into your own body, find a place of your own joy and balance. And then if they're freaking out, you can hold a place of balance. Your child freaks out, your parent freaks out. It doesn't matter. You have to keep the energy inside yourself, which is what women are trained not to do. And by the way, biologically, we kind of are geared not to do it. I actually visualize pulling in the tentacles of my attention so that they go to my own heart, my own body, my own brain. And I'm constantly taking care of myself, not with bubble baths, but with, okay, they're suffering. They think it's my job to fix it. Okay, that's bullshit. Where do I want to go instead? Ah, uh, go into the piece of glamour, go into the piece of radiance and hold it. I had a friend who was dying and she hated having me in the room with her because I was excited for her and she did not like that. <laughs> but she would make me come in and sit with her behind her where I couldn't see her because she said she could feel the, the joy, the energy of it. She didn't want to see my face because she wanted everyone to be sad. But the feeling of being contented in myself and the trust that death is no big deal she could feel it in her body and it eased her pain and it eased her passing. So uh, that sounds very self-congratulatory, but it's real, this energy. Keep it for yourself. And that doesn't make you not empathetic to the people that are aging or dying or... It makes you more empathetic. There are four different parts of the brain that are related to empathy. And one of them is sharing feelings. But if you broke your leg and my response was to break my leg and sit with you and cry so that I could really experience your pain, you would get no help with your leg. So part of the brain, when it feels empathy emotionally, also is able to make a self-other differentiation. And a third part does emotion regulation. 
and you have to pull down your sharing of the other's suffering in order to get really into a full experience of empathy, which is a blast of compassion without concern. Like I am right here with you in your depression, in your aging, in your dementia. I am okay. One of my favorite writers, the Persian poet Hafiz says, troubled, then stay with me for I am not. And if you can do that, then everything around you starts to calm down and the radiance in everyone starts to shine and it's communicable. And you need that desperately if you're in the sandwich generation between kids and aging parents. That's great advice. Thank you. Martha Beck, if I were a lesbian, I would be courting you right now. (laughs) But uh, I'm here with my children and my husband and aging parents, so I'm not going anywhere. But thank you for this. Truly thank you. Okay, so Martha, before you go, we're trying something new this season. You're kind of the guinea pig. But I'm going to have our guests ask me a question at the end of each episode. I thought so long and hard. And this is my question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You have been in so many arenas. You have achieved so much. You've been in the public eye in so many different ways. What is the most horrible, humiliating thing that ever happened to you in a public forum? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Where do I start? Um... Let's see. Humiliating. There's there's this, there's that story. Well, one of the things which I think is an interesting story because it shows who I am authentically is when I was first married, nobody cared about me. You know, I didn't, there was no publicity about me as a person. It was always a review about something I was in or, and when I married George, um, somebody wrote a piece in the New York Post that said, Allie Wentworth and George Stephanopoulos are getting divorced. And I was taken aback by that. Like, I, first of all, I knew that wasn't true, but it hurt my feelings. I felt overwhelmed by it. And another reporter got my cell phone number and he called me up and he said, what do you think about this article about you and your husband getting divorced? And I said, you show me two people that have sex twice a day that are getting divorced. <laughs> now, that was my way of handling it, you know, which much like I've seen you do, you, you handle it with humor. George was enraged. He should have been so proud. What a stud. They still call him George twice a day Stephanopoulos, but (laughs) he was not used to um, sort of talking about his personal life in any way. He was a no comment, no comment. You don't even talk to these people about this stuff. Mm. And so I was humiliated by my response and I thought I was in trouble. And and yet it was very often, it would just immediately came out of my mouth. I didn't think about it. So there have been times where I thought I was sort of being my courageous self and I got in trouble for it. And that was, that was a humiliating moment for myself. Well, do not accept that because you did the right thing. You told the truth and the truth makes you and George look amazing. So just, yeah. Well, I, you're right. That's, that's the wild animal in me. So, um, there you go. I'm keeping that wild and I'm letting her out of the cage, Martha. Yeah. Keep your energy inside. He can deal with his. Exactly. Thank you. Excellent question. That's such a great, that's a wonderful story. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Martha. (laughs) Allie Wentworth, you are a goddess. I just love you and thank you so much. I love you too. And thank you. I do love Martha Beck. I got to tell you, she is so full of vim and vigor. Again, you should read her book, Integrity, because it goes through so many different channels and variations of what we talked about and so many things we didn't talk about. So I have to admit, I do have moments of 
terror about aging. And I think, yes, some of it is mortality. I mean, I'm afraid to die, to not exist. But also, I feel like it's how America does treat particularly women who are going through an aging process. But talking to Dr. Martha Beck made me feel so much better because I truly believe it is the quote unquote light within us. And I think, look, we live in a very unpredictable world right now. What is predictable is we're going to get old and we're going to die. So why not make this life the best we can? And so I think we all need to go out and take those moments for ourselves and listening to our glamour, G-L-A-M-M-E-R, and find ways to shine bright to the very last moment. Thank you for listening to Go Ask Alley. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and follow me on social media, on Twitter at Allie E. Wentworth and on Instagram at The Real Allie Wentworth. Now, if you'd like to ask me a question or suggest a guest or a topic to dig into, I would love to hear from you. And there's a bunch of ways to do it. You can call or text me at 323-364-6356, or you can email a voice memo right from your phone to goaskalleypodcast at gmail.com. If you leave me a message, you may hear it on Go Ask Alley. Go Ask Alley is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Experience unlined perfection with the nearly undetectable Invisible Lift Demi Bra, or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44, that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Goes.